pick a champion raptors bucks celtics lakers clippers nuggets thunder rockets pick a champion even if you're a mavs fan the fact that we're starting fresh or let's say restarting fresh fans are no longer a factor there are no road games and i really do believe a lot of players are going to elevate their games a lot of players are going to play a lot better than they normally would because a lot of nba players can't handle the pressure and the stress that's induced from fans good or bad yes fans do uplift the home team but on the flip side when the home team is losing and it's a one-point game and you don't know which way the game is swinging think about what happened to the warriors in game seven versus the Cavs. that building was loud it was insane cleveland goes on that run late golden state doesn't score for the last four and a half minutes and that fans those fans some of the loudest fans in the nba they were silent for almost four minutes that does impact you and that's not going to be there when this nba restarts that element is gone so i think guys who've had the reputations of struggling or maybe not coming through in big moments you're going to see a lot of guys play with a freedom play with house money that they've never played with before so when i say pick a team yes it's wide open and if you listen to a lot of people and i think there's some there's some fair commentary yes milwaukee is 53 and 12 best record in the nba but you've heard me i think the raptors are a tough matchup for them because of their depth and their shot making i think the celtics are a tough matchup because of their wing scorers that kind of versatility with Kemba, with Jalen Brown, with Jason Tatum. Don't leave out Marcus Smart and Gordon Hayward. That kind of versatility. Miami with Jimmy Butler and Bam surrounded by those shooters. Philly, even with their struggles. Simmons is in, in Embiid in a series versus Giannis. Even if we conclude Giannis is the best player in that series, the second and third best players are Simmons and Embiid. You can flip a coin between Chris Middleton and Tobias Harris. So on paper, I'm not arguing with anybody that thinks that the Bucks have a lot. Because of the way they're constructed, they seem to be vulnerable. And a lot of the time, you see analysts or you hear pundits point at what Giannis can or can't do. So let's factor in on what he actually does. He will be double teamed. At times, he will be triple teamed. The Bucks' success ultimately is not on him. Whether or not they win a title or go to the finals, it's going to be all about Brooke Lopez. It's going to be all about Eric Bledsoe. It's going to be about what Chris Middleton can, can do. Can Chris Middleton take himself to another level? He's established himself as a very good player, an all-star caliber player. But does he have more in him to offer in terms of the Bucks winning a title? The others, as Shaq likes to say, will determine how far the Bucks go. 
I personally don't think when you look at their overall talent and the way they're constructed and the lack of creators, I don't, I'm not saying they won't do well, but if the ultimate goal is to win a title and, and I'm sure we can all agree that's the goal. My gut feeling is the Milwaukee Bucks won't be representing the East in the NBA finals. And if I'm right, then the Bucks are going to be in turmoil this coming offseason. In the West, the picture seems to be clearer. We can all agree most have the Clippers and the Lakers as the two best teams in the West. But again, this is a different situation. This is a different environment. You're balling. You're in a gym. There's a ref, but it's a completely different vibe. So don't sleep on the Houston Rockets. I'm telling you, if everybody wants to pick a dark horse at each conference, my dark horse is the Rockets. And they might not come out of the conference, but just like I don't think the Bucks are going to represent the East, I don't think the Lakers and the Clippers are going to meet in the Western Conference Finals. One of them, if not both of them, but one of them is not going to be there. Obviously, I'm biased because I'm a diehard Laker fan. So I'd like to believe, like most fans, and hope that our team will be in the conference finals and ultimately the finals. But I don't think it's the lot that a lot of the pundits are making it out to be. This is a different situation. And we're always talking about how matchups make series even more so in this bubble because there's an unknown element. So pick one. If you're a Laker fan, I know you ride. And if you're just a fan base guy and you blindly ride with your squad, as you should, you want them to win. But what I want you to do is not just tell me who you want to win, but who do you actually believe is going to represent each conference? Once you get to that point, then we can have an interesting discussion because that NBA Finals is going to be a unique NBA Finals as well. There will be no home court advantage. They're just going to be out there balling, and it's going to come down to team chemistry, health, and if your best players, if your superstars, if you have superstars, can make plays in the biggest moments. Pick one. Anybody that's a fan of the NBA knows that Kawhi Leonard is one of the top five players in the NBA. He's a great player. He's already won two NBA titles, two-time Finals MVP, four-time All-Star, three-time All-NBA. He's also led the league in steals, two-time Defensive Player of the Year, five-time All-NBA defense. And his resume is still continuing. His story is still developing. Kawhi Leonard didn't come into the league like Kareem, like Magic, or LeBron or Larry Bird right out the block and being a star, being an alpha. He had to grind through a process, through a system with the Spurs who already had Tim Duncan, Mano Ginobili, Tony Parker. Like Jimmy Butler, he had to work, 
get in the gym and develop his game. He went from being a defensive player, a role player who could contribute 12 points a game to a lead player, to that guy, 21 points a game. Then 25 points a game, six rebounds in his last final season with the Spurs. Obviously, the 2017-2018 season, he only played nine games, injury plagued, gets traded to the Raptors. First chance to be the pure alpha and lead a team. 26 points, seven rebounds, over three assists. You can see his overall game developing. Still an elite defender. The Raptors win the title. Kawhi goes on an all-time great playoff run. Makes a great game-winning shot that we all know against Philly. And now into this season, first year with the Clippers, 27 points, 7 rebounds. The game's still evolving. 5 assists, a career-high 5 assists, 2 steals. The defense is still there. The Clippers have high expectations. They're one of the four title contenders, legit title contenders. There are a lot of playoff teams, but I only think there are four title contenders. But even if he were to win the title this year, lead the Clippers to the first title in franchise history, which is big. It would be his third, and I'm assuming his third finals MVP. That would not elevate Kawhi Leonard to top five all time. It would not elevate him to top 10 all time. Maybe, maybe top 15. There is no shortcut to greatness, and it's not for lack of trying. Kawhi Leonard is a great player, but you hear some of these cable pundits and some of the insanity that they're throwing out there for people to, to actually listen to. Look, Cowherd, he says some crazy stuff. Saying that if Kawhi wins a title this year makes him top five all time, it just goes to show you he's a fan of basketball, but he didn't know anything about the game. I'm sorry. You're not going to be top five when you start comparing iconic players and breaking down that door. You're going to need a bigger resume or like they said in Jaws, you're going to need a bigger boat. And right now, Kawhi doesn't have a big enough boat. He, he's not in there. He just isn't. Could he be there when it's all said and done? He could. But I think that Kawhi would have to win at least five titles. I think that's the starting point. Kobe won five titles. And a lot of you have Kobe either just outside the top 10 or just barely in the top 10. Now, some of you have him top two or three, and that's that's doing too much as well. But of course, Kobe Bryant's a top 10 all-time player. How are you going to vault Kawhi Leonard, as great as he is, ahead of Kobe Bryant? So no, Kobe never won Defensive Player of the Year. But he was a great defender, and he was All-NBA nine or ten times. He also won a regular season MVP. And I know we do the coulda, shoulda, woulda thing. That's not my big thing. But look at Kobe's career resume. Look at his signature moments. I'm sorry. I, again, Kawhi Leonard fan, but he's not there yet. I love what he's done and how he's developed. This season, what he's done in elevating his three, he's always been a great, good three-point shooter. But I think he's established himself as not just somebody that could take you in the post, not just somebody that can blow by you, but he can raise up in your face. 
five NBA titles, maybe three or four more finals MVPs. Obviously, he's going to make a few more all-star teams. We talk a lot about the load management situation. I, I don't sweat that. I really don't. It You know, this, this, this thing, the way the league is played, the way players are rested, the travel, all that, this is a different time. Maybe he does it to the extreme, but you know what? If it results in him in the end winning five titles and the cost is he doesn't have incredible regular season statistics over the course of his career, because I've heard people make crazy arguments like, well, how could you have Kawhi top 15 before his career is over? He has less career assists than Jared Dudley or less career points than Tobias Harris. Those are factual statements, but they're straw man arguments. Jared Dudley's been in the league forever and he's played over 800 and something games. But when you say he has more career assists, you make it sound like Jared Dudley's a passing machine. He averaged two and a half assists one season. That was his career high. I like Tobias Harris. He's a good player. But if you took Jared Dudley and Tobias Harris and you said you can either have these two or Kawhi Leonard, you're going to take Kawhi Leonard if you want to win. It's that cut and dry. We just saw Kawhi Leonard beat a team that had Embiid, Simmons, and Co- Tobias Harris. So on that argument, let, let's not go too insane. I don't think he'll be top five if he wins a title this year. It will establish himself more as one of the current greats in today's game, but I think he would still need to add to his resume, to his story. The same way that we want guys like Steph, like KD, like LeBron, who's been doing this for 17 years, to keep adding and elevating. Kawhi doesn't get a shortcut. I'm a fan, but he's got to put in more work before we start talking about all time. I would say this to other fans out there listening. It's okay to let guys earn the accolades that you want to heap onto them. But don't do it the other way around. Don't establish them as all-time great before they've done anything or had an all-time great career. That's all I'm saying. The Clippers, Nuggets, and Rockets are going to have a lot to say what happens in the West. I think some higher seeds will get upset. And in the East, I don't doubt Giannis. I do think he still needs to add more to his game. But I think the Raptors are on a mission. I think they're deeper. They're more talented overall. Same with the Celtics with their perimeter talent. The Heat have a combination between Jimmy Buckets and Bam, along with those shooters. All of those are bad matchups for Milwaukee. Even the Sixers, who have been a disappointment, If you get the best version of Simmons, Embiid, Tobias Harris, Shake Milton, that's more firepower than Milwaukee has to offer in return. Now, I'm the first one to say games are played on the floor and not just by name. First one to say that. I'm also going to say this again. I hope I'm wrong, but I don't think the Bucs and the Lakers are going to be in the NBA Finals. And I'm also going to stand by my all-NBA picks, my MVP pick, rookie of the year pick, 
defensive player of the year pick who by the way i picked Giannis mvp picked him to win defensive player of the year although i think if ad won it it wouldn't shock me and i also picked my first team all nba and here's some of your responses to my list vance says Giannis is a sidekick at bet he will never win an nba title as the best player fam opinions vary and i respectfully disagree i also want to remind you he's 25 not 35 he's 25 and still getting better so i can't guarantee he'll win a title as a milwaukee buck but barring injury and this is something no one can foresee he's going to be an nba champion at some point stan 66 lebron is the mvp and it's not even close book it it will be announced today i think that lebron is deserving of winning the mvp i'm not going to get into the 17 years thing because that doesn't pertain to this individual year but he's deserving of it if he won it it's not a disappointment for me in any way i just thought that Giannis won it Giannis won the mvp last year because he was the best player on the team with the best record he's the best player again on the team with the best record he can also win defensive player of the year Worst case scenario, he will be first team all NBA defense. You know this. Calvin 303. Luca not on your first team all NBA. I don't understand. I like Luca. And the talent is so obvious. He's versatile. Offensively, he's almost as complete as it gets. But I don't have him on my first team all NBA. I just don't. Ed says. Marcus Smart is a good defender, maybe more of a team defender, but he's not a great individual defender. He should not be first team all NBA. Again, we just disagree. Kawhi Leonard's resume says he's a better defender than Marcus Smart. And I'm not arguing that, but I think within the reins of this particular season, look, the Clippers aren't that great defensively. And while I still think Kawhi has been very good within the team concept in terms of showing and recovering as an individual defender his defense slips some I've seen guys not here and there but routinely give him the business off the dribble he doesn't look as quick laterally and I just don't think he's a look at worst so I don't have him first team he's still all NBA defense I just don't think he played it to be first team I don't think he played it at that level I think he took a break um, Phil says, how could anybody but LeBron James be the MVP? He's averaging 26 points, almost 11 assists, and he plays in the West. Phil, again, I, I, I like I said previously, LeBron James is worthy of winning the MVP. And should he win it, that's great for him and his career. And it's, at no way is it, it does it bother me. Remember, I'm a Laker fan. I'm a lifetime Watch Larry Spriggs come off the bench. Watch Wes Matthews. Even when I was a little, little kid, Jim Jones and those kind of guys. So that's my that's my, that's my squad. That's my home. But I'm not picking just because your squad. I'm picking on my own opinion. And in my own opinion, within the confines of this regular season, even though people say, well, LeBron was was on the run on the way and he was making a run and he had just beaten the Clippers and the Bucks back to back. Those are all true. You can tell me he was gaining ground. Gaining ground is not surpassing the guy 
who had the best record in the NBA, the guy who's averaging 30, 14, 6 in a block and a steal a game. It doesn't tell me any of that. That is my MVP choice. I'll try to put up some more of your comments in the next episode. In the next episode of Decipher, we're going to talk about week one of the NBA return and what we saw and what we think we'll see going forward. That's all on the next NBA Cypher. Peace.